No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through to Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalms 97 and 98, which call us to rejoice in the Lord because He reigns over all the earth. All idols bow down before Him, and He made His salvation known everywhere. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. When outward circumstances are dismal and inward feelings anxious, how we need to be reminded that God is in control and Christ is coming again to set the world in order to bring the dawning of a new day. Psalm 97 and 98 help us to rejoice because the Lord is on the throne and coming again. Psalm 97, the Lord reigns. Let the earth rejoice. Let the multitude of isles be glad. Clouds and darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. A fire goes before him and burns up his enemies round about. His lightnings light the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. At the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. The Lord reigns. Many times this has been declared in the Psalms, and it's worth repeating, especially when the outward circumstances and inward emotions are in turmoil. We need to be reminded that the Lord reigns, especially in times like these. May his rule in heaven be reflected on earth by enthroning him in our hearts. Let the multitude of isles be glad. Now, from the perspective of Israel, distant land masses across the Mediterranean Sea and beyond were all considered islands. And in a sense, all land masses are islands because they sit in the world's oceans that cover 70% of the globe. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Now, we could not trust a God whose rule was not built on righteousness and justice. I mean, you wouldn't know what he was going to do next. Because he is righteous, we can trust that he will be true to his promises and always do the right thing. Because he is just, we know that he will ultimately judge the wicked. A fire goes before him. Let us never forget that our God is a consuming fire. Now, to the believer, that fire purges us from sin. But to the unbeliever who will not repent, that fire will ultimately consume and destroy. His lightnings light the world. Lightning is a metaphor for God's judgments. These are intended to illuminate those who dwell in darkness so that they might learn to fear and revere the only lawgiver and judge. Mountains melt like wax at his presence. Mountains are a metaphor in scripture for earthly kingdoms that dissolve in the presence of God. When Christ returns, the earthly governments will fall and the government will then be upon his shoulders. 
But we can also apply this verse to the mountains of troubles that may be before us today. All we have to do is bring these mountains to the Lord in prayer and then watch them melt before him. The heavens declare his righteousness. Do you doubt God's faithfulness? (laughs) Just look up in the stars at night. The one who created the universe and keeps those celestial bodies in their orbits is holding you in his hand and directing your path. Verse 7, let all be put to shame who serve carved images, who boast of idols. Worship him, all you gods. Zion hears and is glad, and the daughters of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you, Lord, are most high above all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. Let those who serve idols be ashamed. Now, idolatry was the constant plague of Israel. Despite God's faithfulness and his warnings, his people persisted in turning away from him to serve worthless idols. And that was shameful. So the psalmist says, let them be put to shame. Now, money, power, sex, and recognition are the idols today, but they cannot satisfy or save. Worship him, all you gods. When the Ark of the Covenant was set before the Philistine god Dagon, that idol fell flat on its face before the Ark of God. The idea conveyed here is not that these gods could worship the Lord, for they're not alive. But the truth conveyed is that they would fall before the true and living God and be shown to be impotent. The Lord is to be exalted far above these so-called gods or idols. You who love the Lord hate evil. He preserves the souls of his saints. He delivers them out of the hand of the wicked. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. So love God, hate evil. You know, many people recognize that it is good to love God, and many love to hear about God's love for us. I understand that. But if we would truly love God, then we must love what He loves and hate what He hates. And God hates evil. He preserves the souls of His saints. It is not the will of our Father that one of these little ones should perish. Those who have been made saints by trusting in Jesus Christ, and that's the only way any of us could be made saints, well, we are forever preserved by our Father in heaven. He delivers us out of the hand of the wicked. Now, we've heard the phrase, saints preserve us, but actually the Lord is the one who preserves his saints. He sows light and gladness. Whatever seed is sown bears fruit. God is light, and he sows his light into the righteous so that they may in turn be light to others. And Jesus sows his joy into our hearts so that we may gladden others. Psalm 98. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness. He has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. 
all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Sing to the Lord a new song. Now, the Lord delights in hearing our new songs as a father delights in hearing his child come up to him and say, I love you, Daddy. So let us bring new praises from hearts full of love. Let us experience God in new ways and then tell him about it. His holy arm gains the victory. What strength is like the Lord's? Who can oppose him? The nations are nothing before him. And in the battle of Armageddon, he will slay the wicked with the breath of his mouth. Moses called him a man of war. And this God, who is invincible, has promised to be our defense if we will trust in him. You will gain the victory by gaining it through him. He makes known his salvation to the nations. God cares about his reputation in the world. He sends out the message of his salvation to the corners of the earth. The Lord has sent his church today to proclaim the gospel of his salvation to every creature. Oh, that God would help us to do that. He remembers his mercy to Israel. Even though he does reach out to the Gentiles, he doesn't neglect his chosen people, Israel. He remembers to show them his mercy as a nation. The fact that Israel even exists today in a sea of hostile nations is proof of God's faithfulness to his covenant people. Verse 4, shout joyfully to the Lord. All the earth, break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with a harp with a harp and the sound of a psalm, with trumpets and the sound of a horn. Shout joyfully before the Lord the King. So shout joyfully to the Lord. Do we do that? I mean, we hear the joyful shouts of adoring fans at sporting events. Do we think that we should also shout joyfully over our Lord's accomplishments? Would we consider that fanatical? But look how football fans paint themselves in the colors of their team. Do we consider that fanatical? Sing to the Lord with instruments. Bring forth the loud and joyful noise with voices of praise accompanied by various musical instruments. He mentions here the harp and trumpets and the horn. I, I like that because I play trumpet. So I like to make a loud noise on the trumpet, worshiping the Lord by a musical instrument. It's all music in the ears of our Lord. Even if you can't carry a tune in a bucket, it is the voice of Pavarotti to God if you sing it to him with a sincere heart. So sing boldly. Let the sea roar in all its fullness. The world and those who dwell in it, let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. With righteousness, he shall judge the world and the peoples with equity. So let all the creation joyfully praise. The sea, rivers, and hills joyfully proclaim God's wonders. Romans 8.19 says that for all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse, 
but with eager hope. The creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. Creation itself anticipates the glorious return of Jesus Christ when everything will be restored as it was when God first created the world and said that it was very good. The Lord is coming to judge the earth with righteousness. Now, how do you feel about that? The second coming of Christ will be a horror to the wicked because he will judge them and tread the winepress of the wrath of God. But for those who know him, it will be the dawning of the new age of righteousness, truth, and love. What a glorious day that will be for his people. Oh, let us be among those who love his appearing and join in creation's joyful song. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are sitting on the throne in heaven. May you also sit on the throne of our hearts and may you fill our hearts with a glad song today, knowing that you love us and that Jesus is coming soon to save us and to bring righteousness into this world. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at three short psalms that cover praise, thanksgiving, and integrity. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the psalms on Simply the Bible.